It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Report. My name is Willie Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Thank you ever so much for um, for popping in and uh, it's been a week friends <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be honest with you it has been a week uh started off actually really really good i went to the doctor and um i told you my numbers came back fabulous um your host is doing fabulously in his health uh, i am going to be 60 in september and i'm gonna tell you i make this look good <laughs> and don't think you're gonna make it look good too because you've never looked good as good as me to start with so just do you, boo. Just do you. Uh, again, um, it's just been a rough week. Uh, you know, I, I've been working uh, during the day and getting out there in that heat every day has just drained me. And I've not been able to, to focus on, on doing the report in the morning like I should. But we are back. Uh, just doing it whenever we can, doing it whenever we can, how we can, making it happen for the people. That's what we do. And that's how, and that's what we've been proud of. We this is uh, Morning Report 167. Wow, 167. And um, I, I imagine we're going to be over 250 by the end of the year. Dang, that is some good stuff there, my man. 
I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. That's some good stuff there. All right. Um, today, uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, just a side note, and we're not going to get, we're not going to delve into this. I just thought it was interesting, funny, sick, sad, whatever. Um, that California Democrat Governor um, Gavin Newsom is behind on his property taxes again, and that and that sort of resonated with me because I paid my property taxes last week. Uh, we were a little tardy on ours too, uh, but I'm sure that his property taxes were a lot more than mine, and I'm sure he makes a lot more than I do too. He's got a winery his state open while other wineries had to close. Um, but he was a little late. Um, he, he, he got it done, you know, so it isn't like he, and it's not like the first time he's been late, but, but he got it done. You know, in that sense, Gavin Newsom is a lot like the rest of us. You know, we, we, uh, battle to, you know, get all our stuff done, but with one, one really glaring difference, uh, Gavin Newsom is calling for more taxes, uh, forgetting that he's having trouble paying the ones he's already, He's already got, uh, which is kind of typical, really. Um, but but that's all we're going to say about that. If, you, if you'd like, we can talk a little bit about, more about that later. Just send me, send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com, wls860 at gmail.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the panic porn um, having to do with uh, the reopening of schools. It is August. When you hear this, it will be August. It's about to be August in about an hour now because we're doing this real late. Um, so it's going to be something that's, you know, that's, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, and we're also going to talk about Dr. Fauci and, and what he believes is the limitations on churches, which is interesting that he's not talking about protests, he's not talking about other gatherings, but he's focusing in on churches. Now, uh, a lot of us have said for a long time, be careful about what you're hearing because be really careful about what you're hearing. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about what, what the Netherlands um, has has decided to do with face masks in public. Now I know that there are communities all over the all over the United States that are instituting these. You got to walk around with a face mask um, on if you're going to a, where I live. If you're going to a store, uh, you need to have a face mask on. If you're going, I mean that's how they're. They're saying, well, this is how we're going to keep it open. As if you, this face mask is going to solve the problem. Uh, we actually had some idiot from the CDC come out and, and tell us that um, if everybody just wore a mask, we could get this done within four to six weeks, four to, four to eight weeks. Yeah, nobody, no, nobody, there's no science behind that. But anyway, we'll talk about what the Netherlands is like to do because pe people are always, the left are always pushing about, well, what about the Netherlands? What about the Swedish? What about the Dutch? You know, everybody wants to be Dutch. Oh, by the way, they were the slave traders. So we weren't really following their footsteps. Hmm. Anyway, um, but this is what they've decided to do about masks. We're going to talk about that. All right, we need a little break. We'll be back in one minute and 57 seconds. Get, so get yourself a cup of coffee, get yourself a, a, a donut, get yourself a, a pork chop, whatever you eat in the morning. I'm, I'm going to drink from my, um, I, one of my favorite YouTubers, and hopefully he can be your favorite YouTuber now, is Premier One Driver. Uh, Premier One Driver is a, um, a gentleman who was a, an F-16 pilot, an, an F-18 pilot, I believe, um, and now basically drives his, rides around in his own private jet. Uh, because, not because he's just filthy rich, he rides around in his own private jet because he's a pilot. And um, he owns a, he, he and his dad opened a surgical supply business 
and now he uses it, he uses his jet to fly around and meet customers and sometimes takes us on 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 the journey with him on YouTube and um he was selling some swag and some of his swag were some coffee cups and hats and because I do this I needed a coffee cup so I um order order a cup of co a coffee cup and it's a great cup it's a big strong cup and I am um I'm using it now wait Love that. Love that. And um, so, yeah, go to PremierOneDriver.com or look at Premier One Driver on, on YouTube. And that way you can check out what I do in my off hours, staring at the YouTube screen. We'll be back in 1 minute and 57 seconds for more of the Morning Report. We'll be back with these. Welcome back to The Morning Report. My name is William Lawson. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. We appreciate you being here uh, whenever you're listening, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon or the evening. Uh, if you're listening in your car, if you're listening in your bathtub, or you're listening, I don't know, on your way to the strip club, I don't really care. Um, thanks, for, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. All right. Um, let's, get with the, let's get with the program here. Let's get with the first story. Uh, I, I'll have you know that I that I am wearing my Trump 2020 uh, Make Liberals Cry Again hat. Uh, one of those things that I ordered because you could get the you could get the hat for free and it was just shipping and it's an okay hat, it's not a great hat, but it's okay. Uh, anyway, let's see school openings. Oh, so. A school district stance on re reopening in the fall is grounded in county-level support of Trump. <laughs> you know, I've said this before, and I'm gonna, and, I, and, I, and this is how article written by my friend uh, Matt Vespa. 
I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The best thing about Trump is that it's Trump. The worst thing about Trump is Trump. Everything has become about Donald Trump. Everything. Every little jot and tittle, every little, every little nuance, every little, every little fart, every little guffaw, every little everything, chortle, has become about Donald Trump. The panic porn over coronavirus has spilled into the school debate. Of course, it would. It would. Districts are neck deep in debate as whether they should reopen, despite the fact that young children aren't really impacted by the virus. The science that everybody says that you keep following is that children are not vectors of transmission, especially younger children. The reaction has been overblown. In fact, there's been more data that suggests that lockdowns uh, that we sub- that we subject excuse me that we were subjected to did more harm than good and golly here here's what I learned a long time ago school systems and just governmental systems in just in general never self indict they never self indict they never say ah crap we're so sorry we we, 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 we got that wrong. They never do. So, it doesn't matter how many studies say that the lockdowns probably did more harm than good. Government, CDC, these organizations will never admit to it. They will never own up to lockdowns were bad. State governors of states, mayors of cities will never say, yeah, we were really scared, though. We didn't know. Sorry. Sorry I ruined your business. Sorry. I'm sorry that, you know what, being locked down in your house, being told not, not to come out of your house, and um, having to wear a mask and not go to the store, and, you know, and not do these things, caused you to, 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 I don't know, to abuse your kids because you, you were a donkey on the edge to start with, or caused you to, to relapse into drug abuse. We're really sorry. Yeah, we didn't think about all that. They never do that. And now we have the doomsday peddlers saying that our kids shouldn't learn for another year. Okay, they're not really saying that, but uh, but this online instruction model isn't going to work. Some places have zero accountability measures. Teachers are complaining about how many hours they have to teach, and they also don't want to go back. We have concerned parents, lazy teachers unions, and Trump Trump derangement syndrome overloading the scene here. The data is quite clear. It is safe for kids to return to school. Now, I, let me give you, you know, (laughs) I just got off the phone with a really, really good friend of mine, and and it sort of occurred to me that I'm like one of our, you know, one of our professors when we were in when we were in college together, uh, Dr. Croft. Dr. Croft always had a story about everything. <laughs> he knew that a story. No matter no matter what the conversation was, he'd be like, oh, um, you know, let me. I remember back when. I remember a time. There was just one time. Dude always had a story. It was fascinating, and you learn from those stories. So I'm I'm almost sixty. I'm getting to that point where I think I've got a story about every damn thing. Just recently here, I have been, you, you guys know that my primary job is teaching saxophone, flute, and clarinet. Um, I'm a music teacher. And I've had a private studio for 30 plus years. 
And the place I'm teaching out of now, um, we decided that a lot of us, if we could, would start teaching, we call it virtual. It isn't virtual. It is really me. It isn't virtually me. It's actually really me. It would be using Zoom to teach online, to teach lessons online. Until, you know, we could get back into the building. And people felt, they felt safe enough to get back into the building. And uh, what I found is teaching online took more preparation for me than going to my studio, than actually sitting next to a kid. I had to prepare more. I had to work harder. I had to work harder than the kid showing up in my studio with, with their clarinet and deciding to, to do something like, okay, you're going to play some scales. All right, uh, why don't you, and I'm, I'm looking at you, and why don't you try this fingering, and then I can teach you in a half hour and get, get you get a lot done. But when you're on when you're on your phone, because a lot of a lot of people when they're on these Zoom classes are not using um, tablets or computers, the kids are using their phones, so it's hard to see. Uh, and making sure they have the material that they need, uh, and being able to, uh, I don't know, move, to be agile with the instruction is a lot harder to do online than it is in person. I think what's, what some teachers figured out last year is this whole online model seemed like such a panacea, but it's hard. It's really difficult. It's a lot more work. And I think that that's, that's what some people are, some teachers are finding out. Um, so they, you know, so, so some teachers uh, don't want to go back at all, but they do want to continue to get paid. You feel me? They do want to continue to get paid. They don't want to go back to work. But they don't want this, the checks to stop. The evidence, and this is from the Wall Street Journal. The evidence, scientific health and economic, argues overwhelmingly for schools to open in the fall. Start with the relative immunity of young children um, to the disease which should reassure parents. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 30 children under the age of 15 have died from COVID-19. Um, in a typical year, 190 children die from the flu, 436 from suicide, 625 from homicide, 4,114 from unintentional deaths such as drowning. 30 children under the age of 15 have died from COVID-19. 30. Only two children under the age of 18 have died um, in Chicago. Fewer than were killed in shootings in, recent, in, in a recent weekend. And in New York City, 0.03% of children under age of 18 have been hospitalized with COVID and 7.5 and 7 in 1 million have died. The rate of death for those over 75 is more than 2,200 times higher than those under 18. Children so far have been shielded uh, from the virus compared to working adults, but even pediatric cancer patients in New York's uh, Memorial Sloan Kettereg were about a third less likely to test positive than their adult caregivers. And only one of 20 who tested positive required non-critical hospital care. In Sweden, which kept schools open, only 20 children under the age of 19, 0.6% of confirmed cases have been admitted to the ICU, and only one has died. 
parents and teachers understandably worry that their children might spread the virus. Um, but the recent retrospective study of schools in northern France from February before the lockdown found that despite three introductions of the virus into three primary schools, there appears to have been no further transmission of the virus to other people teaching or non-teaching staff from the schools. Teens appear to be more infectious, however, because teens are nasty. Um, yet schools have reopened in those in most countries, including Germany, Singapore, Norway, Denmark, and Finland, haven't experienced outbreaks. Some schools in Israel and uh, had outbreaks last month after classes were in class sizes were increased, but most infections in both teachers and students were mild. There was a study from South Korea that that the New York Times peddled uh, in an attempt to derail the, the reopening of schools narrative. Don't bother reading it. It was trash. Because they had to search for it. They had to, they, they had to dig it up. This is about Trump. It's no shocker, I know, but it's me the public um, aspect of people making schools reopening about Trump. Trump wants kids back in school, so liberals oppose it, and that's about and that's all it is. Trump wants Trump wants kids back in school, so the left opposes it. Trump wants to paint the road green, and we say and they say no, we should be red. Red means stop. No, red means red means Russian, and you're Russian, and, and we should. Oh, Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Nobody, you know what, nobody's saying, and nobody's saying that that COVID-19 is fake or it's not contagious. And see, and this is where I'm talking to my friend uh, a little bit when we talk for about, an hour, for about an hour. No one's saying that any that any of this is fake. But what's, what's missing, and this is a conversation I've been having a lot here in the past week, um, no one's saying that, that, that COVID is fake. No one's saying that it's not contagious. No one's saying it's not real. Ain't nobody saying that. What's been lost in all of our discussions is, is, is context and nuance. Because context and nuance are hard. It's just easier just to go off the headline and just pontificate as if you know what the hell you're talking about. It's a lot easier. And that's what folks are doing. And that is, that is problematical. That is, that, is, that, that is the problem. No one's saying that, but, but, but and, when, and when people just say, follow the science, well, the science says that kids aren't vectors of transmission. So teachers are, teachers are less likely to get infected from kids. That's what the science says. Not that science, that's Trump science. No, that's the science science. That's what the science says. Now, it isn't science, apparently that, this is, that science doesn't fit your agenda, Okay, and I get that, but it, it it's still science. Well, and and that leads us right to this story on Summit News. The Netherlands has decided not to mandate the wearing of face masks in public. Why? Citing citing the fact that there is no scientific evidence to suggest that they are effective against the spread of the coronavirus. From a medical perspective, there is no proven. Um, effectiveness of masks. 
the cabinet has decided that there are that there will be no national obligation for wearing non-medical masks, announced Netherlands Minister for Medical Care Tamara Van Ark. Now, we see these pictures of virologists in these labs, and they are gowned up. They've got they've got a mask on. They got a face covering on. They got gloves on. They've got gloves that make sure that they're attached to the mask, they, which are full body gowns, and and they've got things over their uh, over their shoes and they've got respirators on when working with viruses and we think that some cute little um, smiley face cloth mask is going to protect us and keep us safe i'm saving lives <clears throat> okay um the country's uh national institute for health rivm noted that it is aware of studies from other countries that purport to show masks slow the spread of the, of the disease, but will not be heeding them. Indeed, RIVM chief um, Jeep Van Diesel warned that wearing masks incorrectly, in addition to the effect masks have of eroding the perceived need for social distancing, could increase the risk of transmission because of a false sense of security. I'm wearing a mask, so we can be all up. We can be all up in it. I'm wearing a mask. It's okay. We can be all up in it. Hmm. So we think that if you're going to use masks in a public setting, then you must give good training for it. He said. So within the past week in the Netherlands, around 1,400 new cases of COVID-19 were reported, which equates to 334 more than a week before. In Sweden, meanwhile, senior epidemiologists. Andrews uh, Tegnell declared that there is no point in wearing masks in public. We see no point in wearing a face mask in Sweden, not even on public transport, Tegnell said. Sweden, which has not instituted a lockdown at any time, appears to be seeing a downward trend in cases. In the beginning of the week, Sweden announced just 398 new cases, down from 767 the week before, and before and the 2,530 one month ago. The curves go down, the curves over, over um, the curves go down, and the curves over the seriously ill begin very close, um, begin to uh, to be very close to zero. At the uh, As a whole, it is very positive, Tignal exerted. They've decided, while people here are, are, are actually calling, and we're calling for Trump to have this national mask mandate, which is completely unconstitutional. The same people who are saying that he is that, that that he has shredded the Constitution are actually calling for this completely unconstitutional thing. Because our freedom, in quotes, is not as important as our safety. Now, our freedom is more important than, than, than your freedom is more important than your safety, than your perceived safety. I guess would be a way to put it. All right, we're going to do things a little different. We're going to go ahead and pop in. Uh, we haven't heard from our, our, our friend um, Tim Bryce, so we're going to hear from him now. Uh, Tim Bryce is of uh, uh, Bryce is Right. If you want to follow Tim, and you should, go to BryceIsRight.com or go to TBCTampa.com, TBCTampa.com, and check out all of Tim's stuff, all of the Bryce is Right columns that you can read and share. And you, and you might be able to, you know, pitch in a few pennies. Help us out. This is Tim Bryce with Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, 
I will not forget. We're now less than 100 days from our national election. Absentee ballots and early voting is just around the corner. The last four years have been tumultuous, to say the least. As I go into the voting booth, though, here is what I'll be thinking. Number one, the persecution by the Democrats during the confirmation hearing of Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Number two, the Mueller witch hunt, which wasted considerable taxpayer money and found nothing substantial to prove Russian collusion by the Trump administration. Number three, the government shutdown as the Democrats tried to thwart the building of our southern wall. Number four, the impeachment hoax as orchestrated by Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. Number five, the FISA investigation, which triggered the Mueller witch hunt and impeachment hoax. Number six, the Antifa uprising, bringing hatred and anarchy to our country. Number seven, the COVID-19 crisis, taking a serious virus and politicizing it. Number eight, how Democrats support sanctuary cities, thereby promoting crime and violence. Number nine, the do-nothing Democrats in the House of Representatives. Number 10, how fake news blossomed and misled the American people. Number 11, the destruction of historical icons, including early presidents and patriots. Number 12, how Democrats in major cities are defunding law enforcement, thereby putting public safety at risk. Number 13, the 2020 summer of hate where protesters, rioters, and looters ran amok in the United States. Number 14, the opening of the American embassy in Jerusalem, something promised by past presidents yet failed to implement. Number 15, the elimination of ISIS terrorists. Number 16, finally achieving energy independence, thereby bringing the cost of energy down as well as inflation. Number 17, the reinvigorated American military. Number 18, new and stronger American trade deals. Number 19, a robust economy, the envy of the world. And number 20, I will particularly not forget the lying, cheating, deceptive practices, distortions of the truth, character assassinations, and the hateful violence all by the Democrats. Enough is enough. They have lost all credibility. Their actions are treacherous. Their moral turpitude is heinous. And this must all stop. I will not forget, will you? After all, elephants never forget. Independence, too. Now on to victory in November. Vote American. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at TimBryce.com. Well, Tim said, not many people say it better than Tim. Uh, I like Tim because Tim swings the bat and just says it how is it how it is. Um, these are those those are twelve things that we're just simply not going to forget. I'm going to go ahead and post those uh, on the morning report page. I'll post a text to that on the morning report page because I think that this is these are for I don't know I, I don't want to call them talking points because talking points have such a bad bad rep that the idea of the the word the phrase talking points have such a bad bad rep. But I think that these are things that you can remind yourself of as, quite frankly, that, you know, we, a lot of people, you know, are, are maybe wavering a little bit. And if you're wavering a little bit as what to do, 
this may help you get back on track. This may help you get get, get your feet under under you a little bit because um, your friends are coming at you. You know, again, I spent an hour on the phone with a good friend of mine who was coming at me, who was like, you know what, I understand, blah, blah, but you got to let this Trump guy go. No? Actually, no, I don't. No, I'm 59 years old. I'm almost 60 years old. I, I can basically do whatever I want to do that's legal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your concern. Um, but um, that's a really good thing. So, so Tim, thank you ever so much for, for continuing to contribute on the Morning Report uh, and Fight Back Media. We appreciate you greatly. All right, let's go ahead and knock out this third one. Because um, I think this is super super important um because this is this is one of the things that the left has been trying to my opinion trying to to tamp down since the very beginning because marxist regimes all always come after they always come after faith they all all they they, they come after the churches they do so dr fauci this is um again another townhall.com um an article this is by katie um, Pavlich I'm making sure I'm saying her name right um, the headline is Dr. Fauci suggests all kinds of limits on churches and just refuses to do the same for leftist protests since March Dr. Anthony Fauci has advocated for extensive nationwide lockdowns in order to slow the spread of the Wuhan coronavirus as other members of the White House coronavirus task force have worked towards balancing reopening the economic um, the, econ- the, the economy while continuing to combat the virus, Fauci has argued that Americans have to stay in their homes until a vaccine is developed. As data has shown, lockdowns don't necessarily work to stop, and we've been talking about that all day today. There are studies that show that they don't necessarily stop the spread of the virus. He's changed his opinion on whether people should be able to attend church services. Fauci has offered all kinds of of specific and detailed advice. You know, you know, wear, use masks, limit the amount of singing. And, and, and it, we're back to the same damn thing. Every Everything is about the Catholic Church and the practices of the Catholic Church. I told somebody the other day, uh, oh, by the way, Willie doesn't have a Pope. I don't have a pope. The pope is the the head of the Catholic Church. And somebody asked him, this was a while ago, regarding the distribution of communion, he said, I think it's time, I think for the time being, you just got to forestall that. Now, and if you understand, if you understand what communion is about, Now, there are all sorts of ways to have communion. You have communion in your house with your family. You have communion by yourself. It doesn't have to be the wafer. It could be a Ritz cracker and some some Welch's grape juice. That just blows them in your minds? Probably. But that's okay. You'll be okay. So... Uh, as states uh, around the country begin to ease the, the stay-at-home orders, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, says churches should adopt, quote, common-sense 
end quote. Now, when they say common sense, I, that always makes me very nervous. Measures to protect worshipers and wider and the wider community, like requiring masks, protecting social, practicing social distancing, and prohibiting singing. As a praise and worship leader, your host, uh, yeah, no, no, Anthony Fauci, you don't get to tell me how to praise God. You don't. If you don't want to sing at church, then stay home. Sorry. If you don't want to praise God in that manner, you don't have to. Regarding the distribution of communion, he said, I think for the time being, you gotta you got to forestall that. Now, the way that the Catholic Church does communion is that they pass out the elements. You go up, and then he hands you the wafer, and then he, everybody drinks from the same chalice, whatever. Um... I've never done that. I've never been in a place that, you know, I've never gone to a church that, that has done that. Um, normally the elements get passed around on a, um, from, for us, on um, a platter. And then you can choose the platter and then you you, you can choose the, you know, the blood. It's, it's on a platter too and in, in, you know, in little cups. Now, I, I remember, and I also remember that there are, which is really, it's a perfect time for it now. Uh, there are, are, are little elements, for communion elements, that are sort of like um, snack packs, for lack of a better word, uh, where it comes with the um, comes with the body and comes with the blood and in, in a little covered snack pack that you can hand those out and then people can open them themselves. So, I mean, there, there, there are ways to do it. Churches are limited number of the pe- number of people, so you don't have people uh, in the pews right next to each other. Uh, those gathered should absolutely wear a mask. Fauci says, if the priest on the alternates separated by 30, 50, 40 or fifty feet, you know, I wouldn't think it's absolutely necessary to use masks. He said, but the people who are within six, ten feet of each other really need to. In addition to singing, should be discouraged. Singing should be encouraged because. This is how I fight my battles. And this is how I fight my battles. But when asked during a testimony in Capitol Hill Friday whether the government should limit the number of people at leftist protests and riots, as has been done with churches and businesses, Fauci refused to comment and only made broad statements about the dangers of crowds. Here it is. This is by Jim Jordan. Do protests increase the spread of the virus? I think that I can make a general statement, Fauci said. I am not in a position to determine what government can do in a forceful way. It is a simple question, doctor. Should government limit the protesters, Congressman Jordan asked. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what what is the danger, Fauci said. You should stay away from crowds. So, obviously, Fauci has thought about churches. He's thought about what to do at churches. He is not considered what to do in a protest. Well, and, and the reason is simple, because Fauci doesn't want to step in it with the protesters. He doesn't want to step in it with the left. He doesn't want to step in it. Because, it, because this idea that 
that these protests can go on and I can't go to a church. And, and the idea that everybody, that every church is going to have everybody pushed up together right on top of one another. That people in churches aren't smart enough to figure out that, you know what, we can make this work. It's crazy, isn't it? And the, base, and the best place to fight this battle is on our knees, baby. Because this is how I fight my battles. My name is Will Lawson. This is Morning Report uh, for July 31st, 2020 in the year of our Lord. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.